Today is Monday, October 12th, 2020, and this is Coverdale's Corner. Welcome to another news overload, whether it's sports, news, heck, even weather. This weekend had a little of everything around here, including one of the absolute strangest sad stories I can remember. This is a story where there's nothing good to come out of it, but boy, the outrage merchants are all over it. Dueling events at Denver's Civic Center Park ended with one person shot fatally Saturday. It's an easy enough headline, but it's the only thing simple about this story. The man shot was involved with Patriot Muster, a group that met Saturday to express their views regarding what they view as violence by parties on the left getting overlooked and ignored by the media and government. Yes, the boogeymen of Antifa and Black Lives Matter were their targets, but it appears there was nothing from this group that prompted problems. The other group meeting was Denver Communists. That's their actual group name, so don't try to get me on just calling someone communist. The group advertised an Antifa BLM soup drive, mocking the president's recent statements regarding soup cans being thrown at security and police. The group's intent was to donate that food, by the way. This group, though, had some folks who decided to cause problems. Police and barricades were in place between the two, but some among the communist group attacked in an effort to get at the Patriot muster gathering. Police were able to break that up. But it was amidst this mess that an altercation between one of the Patriots and a man working as security for a TV station ended with the fatal shooting. So there are the basic building blocks. This is where things, though, get dramatically weird right down to a historical callback. The TV station has admitted in its statements that they'd been contracting to have a security detail working with members of their staff reporting at riots and protests through the summer. In this case, the man had been working with a reporter and producer who have been shining the light on extremism in the state. That reporter has been the subject of numerous death threats over the course of his reporting, whether it be on Antifa groups or on militia members. He, in fact, recently stopped being an active participant on social media because of the utter filth he has had to deal with. The station noted they were working with Pinkerton for that security. I about fell out of my chair when I saw that reference, as there's your historical callback. For those who don't know the connection, Pinkerton is short for the Pinkerton National Detective Agency, which was used by multiple corporations through the late 1800s and into the mid-1950s as strike breakers. Ford, Standard Oil, and others hired agents to guard their properties. Where strikes were occurring, allowed them to utilize force. The Homestead Mill Strike serves as the one that truly alerted the world to how those agents were being used and the force they were utilizing. Now, this morning, Pinkerton said the man, Matthew Doloff, wasn't a specific employee of theirs. They've not released the info for who he was working at the time of the shooting. Meanwhile, you have From the Fringes, a radio station that is ramped up and railing against the TV station, which it didn't need another reason for, honestly. The hosts there are constantly attacking media for coverage they don't view as accurate, while they themselves are all about pushing fear, as we discussed last week. This all happened after the organizer of Patriot Muster said on the air Friday on that station 
that attendees wouldn't be violent but would be prepared for violence, which some took as a backhanded threat. And with that, welcome to the mess. As I said earlier, there are no winners here, despite the radio station's attempts at playing on emotion to fire up a certain base. This is an ugly, sad situation for all, and it's not going to be settled anytime soon. Not only will there be a criminal case against Doloff moving forward, but his victim's family probably has a good base for a civil wrongful death suit. How that ties in the TV station, Pinkerton, and whomever else remains to be seen. Today's episode artwork again, Willie the Wildcat, as my K-State Cats got the job done in Fort Worth on Saturday and are now 3-0 in Big 12 play with a weekend off. Meanwhile, the Broncos had their schedule thrown into chaos thanks to the Patriots not being able to handle coronavirus in their ranks. New England had already screwed up the slate last week with their game against the Chiefs and now have wiped Denver's bye week off the board because they thought that having two planes, one for those who had been in contact with quarterback Cam Newton, and one for those who hadn't, would work to keep more players from testing positive. Now, the Chiefs have also had their schedule screwed up this week because the Titans couldn't get a handle on their outbreak and thus will not be able to play Thursday. The NFL does get lucky in one aspect. They'll get a Tuesday night game for TV, but no Thursday night contest this week. I look forward to our chat again tomorrow. Let me take a moment and talk to you about the best way to put together your podcast. If you're interested in joining Coverdale's Corner online, you can do so by utilizing Anchor. It's free with creation tools that allow you to record and edit right from your phone or computer, and they're outstanding in their distribution. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, many more, just by utilizing Anchor as your home base. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Today's episode artwork again, Willie the Wildcat, as my K-State Cats got the job done in Fort Worth on Saturday and are now 3-0 in Big 12 play with a weekend off. Meanwhile, the Broncos had their schedule thrown into chaos thanks to the Patriots not being able to handle coronavirus in their ranks. New England had already screwed up the slate last week with their game against the Chiefs and now have wiped Denver's bye week off the board because they thought that having two planes, one for those who had been in contact with quarterback Cam Newton, and one for those who hadn't, would work to keep more players from testing positive. Now, the Chiefs have also had their schedule screwed up this week because the Titans couldn't get a handle on their outbreak and thus will not be able to play Thursday. The NFL does get lucky in one aspect. They'll get a Tuesday night game for TV, but no Thursday night contest this week. I look forward to our chat again tomorrow.